G'day everybody and welcome to another QE podcast. I'm Scott Poynton and for want of a better title, I've called this short QE podcast, Humanity, What to Do. And I was sparked into thinking about it last night, sitting at home. My family had gone to bed. I thought I'd just see what's going on in the world. I jumped on Twitter and here was a tweet from a a friend of mine, an NGO, an activist, accusing a company that I, I know to be working on the issue of deforestation of some pretty bad behavior. Here's what the tweet says. It says, Gar Sinamas, which is the name of the company, Golden Agri Resources, unconscionably calls for legalisation of illegal deforesters. Seems like they're no longer committed to ending deforestation for palm oil or for complying with the law. And really, the tweet snatched my breath away because I know Glenn and uh, he does great work on uh, raising awareness around the issues of deforestation. But I also know the company, uh, Golden Agri Resources, let's call them Gar from now on to be very serious company working very hard to do what they can to stop deforestation in Indonesia and elsewhere where they are engaged in palm oil development. So accusing them of abandoning their commitment and also abandoning the idea of complying with the law was a pretty hard knock. And I wondered what was behind it. Um, a, a tweet came through from Gar later on saying, that's not what we said. You know, we're looking at how to grapple with this issue of small farmers getting into the forest estate, clearing land and establishing palm oil. And I know this to be a real problem, particularly in Indonesia. It's also a problem in Africa, not just for palm oil, but for cocoa too. And I was left scratching my chin. What to do? What to do? So first off, I was thinking, you know, this was an issue about deforestation, but it's deeper than that because these issues across many commodities and across life itself, what are we going to do to feed all of the people that are on the planet? And Glenn's tweet shocked me a little bit because of this naming of these people as illegal deforesters. And in fact, these are small farmers who are pushing out into the forest estate, clearing land for palm, cocoa and other commodities. And what to do about this? Because there are laws that do state that this is illegal. That is very true. But these are human laws. These are laws written in Jakarta or in other capital cities of the world by governments. And nonetheless, there's millions and millions of poor people out there looking to secure livelihoods for their families. They have a right to do that under the Sustainable Development Goals, under, under nature's right, under nature's laws. People have a right to get food in their belly, to have health care, to have education. So these illegal foresters are just people like you and me, and they're not particularly rich people. They're battlers. And they see an opportunity through the palm oil industry, through the coca industry, through the, through the rubber industry, where there's demand from global supply chains for their raw material, for the produce that they're going to produce. So they clear forest and they plant. Of course, we want to protect forests. And so much work has been done at the company level to say that companies shouldn't do this. But what about these small farmers? Are we not denying them the right to a secure livelihood by denying them the opportunity to clear forest, which the companies have all cleared, which countries where we are in have cleared forest too many hundreds of years ago, but we've all enriched ourselves by the clearing of forests. So there's this terrible dilemma because we need forests, not less for climate change, but also for biodiversity, all sorts of wonderful benefits they bring us. So we have this great dilemma unfolding as many people in the world, like land, work to save forests, like CNO Mass, Golden Agri work to save forests, like we at TFT are working to save forests, and yet the forests continue to disappear. What to do? 
it really is a challenging question. And I'm sort of coming to the conclusion, well, no, I came to the conclusion a long time ago that the NGOs and the companies and governments, everyone involved in this, need to come together and have a chat about it because what we are doing clearly isn't working. As campaigns raged many years ago and continue to rage now against companies involved in deforestation, so many companies have made what we call no deforestation commitments. Of course, there's varying levels of their implementation. NGOs like Glenn think that this is the solution. If companies only would properly implement their policies, this deforestation would stop. And yet I know the situation in Indonesia in particular is much more complex than that. Smallholders are able to clear forest and sell it to brands who haven't made no deforestation commitments or to companies who are selling it on to places like India and China who similarly haven't made such commitments. In fact, the latest figures suggest that only 20% of the palm oil produced in Indonesia goes into markets that are sensitive to environmental issues. 40% of it is sold and used in Indonesia. 40% of it is exported to places like China and India where they don't really demand this. And so regardless of company commitments, the deforestation continues because there's a market outside company commitments for that palm oil or for that coca or for that rubber. What do we do in this situation? So continually beating up on companies seems a hollow action. It'll solve some of the problem, but not all. It's a common response from NGOs. Recently, we saw a campaign from Greenpeace against companies like Nestle, Mars and Unilever because a company that they buy from elsewhere in Indonesia were clearing forests in Papua, important critical forests. None of the oil going from that clearance area in Papua was going to Nestle or Mars or Unilever, but they were linked to the company through buying off another plantation that the company owned. Quite right that this be pointed out. But quite wrong, I think, that beating up on Nestle, Mars and Unilever is going to solve that problem because the company doing the clearing probably had no intention of ever selling the oil to those companies. They're clearing because there's a market in Indonesia and in the rest of Asia who don't care so much for these sustainability issues. What to do? It comes down to me to be a question about people working together to solve problems. Beating up on companies, well, it gets you... Um, press. I mean, the, the Greenpeace report had a lot of press. It's really cool to be able to name and shame big companies, to show them as being the evil ones. But in the case of Nestle and Mars, companies that we work with at TFT, I know them to be absolutely committed to trying to stop deforestation in their supply chains. Yes, of course they could do more. Always more could be done. But even if they did absolutely everything and had the cleanest supply chains in the world... We wouldn't stop deforestation because there is ongoing demand for these commodities that are driving deforestation by companies, by brands, by countries who don't demand or care where it comes from. We have a huge problem here and the continuing small world of companies and NGOs beating up on each other and negotiating with each other isn't solving the problem. It seems to me we've got to get together and talk because people only can solve problems when we talk person to person, when we sit down in a room and respect the person sitting opposite, when we speak to them with humility, when we speak to them with courage, we tell them the truth, and we speak to them with compassion. These are important and critical elements in moving forward, a human dialogue to solve the problems that plague us. As I sat last night 
sitting at home pondering this tweet from Glenn and what this meant for smallholder farmers the world over, these so-called illegal deforesters, I scratched my chin and I wondered to myself, can we ever get there? Or are we really looking at the demise of the world's forests, not to mention other ecosystems under threat from humanity, as we beat up on each other and accuse each other and throw rocks and bricks and rockets at each other? The world over, people aren't talking to each other and it's having a huge negative impact. Can we change that? That is the big question. Thanks very much. I'm Scott Poynton. I look forward to talking to you again on another QE podcast. Thank you.